Hey everyone, I have an exciting announcement. Have you been struggling with your motivation lately? Feeling like 2020 is just a write-off? Forget big goals, clear direction, or creating anything of value. If you can just survive the rest of the year, you'll feel blessed. If this sounds like you, I am announcing an amazing one-day virtual retreat I'm creating called Reclaim 2020. I can help you take back your power, fuel your motivation again, and actually make 2020 your best year yet. I rarely offer services to the public outside of my long-term coaching program. So this is a one-time event and the early bird pricing ends August 15th. So get on it. You're going to feel like a different woman after one day with me. And if you're in Australia, Europe, or another part of the world that can't access the full day retreat, you're in luck. I'm offering a full replay mini course and bonus material and an opportunity to use these tools over and over again to create more wealth, success, and fulfillment. Head over to reclaim2020event.com or visit my website, sonyastatman.com, for all the juicy details. I promise you, you don't want to miss this once in a blue moon opportunity. Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. Today we thought we would talk about the ways in which we need to redesign pretty much everything, right? Like the world is not the same anymore. School is not the same anymore. Our businesses are not the same anymore. Our economy is not the same anymore. And we could go on and on and on. So we need to redesign it for where we are right now and what we want to create. And I think it's going to be a really juicy topic. What do you think, Laura? I think so. And I think it's an empowering topic for us to have, right? And this feeling that we're, many people are feeling a little stuck or feeling like, oh, I'm just having to give in to all these things that I have no control over. Instead, we can take action to redesign, to reimagine and rethink. And I love that I'm seeing a lot more of that in the world. You know, I'm seeing a lot of, let's just reimagine this. Let's just repurpose, redesign. It's a time for humans to shift ourselves in a direction that we want to go. Definitely, definitely. And this is something I've always been um, a proponent of, right? Redesigning and aligning everything to who we are, right? Who we, Who is our essential self? What do we want? What's our desire? What is our strengths? And really aligning everything to that. I think it's always been important, but I think it's imperative now. I don't think we can continue forward unless we really look at designing everything and you know and it's so interesting because I know I've been doing this for myself like looking at my business what do I need to redesign so that it has more juice in it for me so it has more alignment so it is more aligned to my strengths like I'm always asking that around business but now we're doing that around school we're doing that around relationships we're doing that around social life right especially in this crazy time we're doing that around everything so it's one of those things where we have to actually stop and say okay 
if everything in the past was status quo or everything in the past was default, what would I create from a white space right now? Because it's so easy sometimes to bring forward the past and say, oh, well, I did this, so I should do this now. But we really have to like wipe the slate clean and start from scratch. Yeah, exactly. And I think we're so much more uh, skilled at this than we give ourselves credit for because we're thinking, oh, this is unprecedented. Oh, this is, we've never experienced like this in our you know, time in our life or in the lives before us, you know, we're just like panicking. We don't know how to do this, but we do. We do know how to redesign. We're very adaptive as human beings. You can see the the ways that we've evolved have been because of our adapt, our ability to adapt. And the other thing is just think about, you know, when you had to move cities, when you changed jobs, when you became a parent, you know, when you got married um, or you took on a, a completely new role at work or left to start your own company, right? It's like there's so many different things if you reflect on your past that you had to wipe the slate clean. You couldn't use the old ways that you did things. You needed to rethink and redesign and reimagine what does life look like now based on where I am in this current situation. Definitely. So true. And I think, I mean, I personally love to design. So for me, this is like fun and interesting. But I also think we're looking at not just redesigning because we have to, but redesigning in a way that is more aligned, right? That is less effort for the life that we live, that is more aligned with who we are, with our strengths, with our values. You know, and I'm really seeing that in every area. I mean, we're we're talking about building a house as an example. And so we've been exploring, you know, sort of getting some land, building tiny homes, right? That, that's sort of where we've been exploring because the idea is – we can create something so much more sustainable and so much more aligned to us. Like so many things in a normal house are inefficient, right? They're either things you don't use, they're closets you don't use, the the cabinets aren't the way that you would use them. But if we design our own, we can literally design every single thing to be aligned with our values, to what we care about, to what we need. And this is what we can do with every aspect of our lives, our business, our work, our career, our relationships, our family life, our schooling for our kids. We can literally decide what do we want to create that is more efficient for us, more aligned with who we are as a family. And it's really cool and fun if we just allow ourselves to explore it. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, You and I have this in common as well. We really love to have this opportunity. It's, It's fun for us to have a clean whiteboard and just start to project onto it. You know, what do we want to do now that is a reflection of where we are now? And I think that that's the gift of it is that we are constantly changing. So not only has the world turned on its axis, we are changing. We were changing before 2020. We were changing already, but now there's things that are accelerating our growth and the world is starting to look at things differently. I mean, things are happening that we would have never imagined, you know, for big corporations to downsize their footprint and to decide not to hold on to large commercial leases and have their workforces go to be remote. That's something that we never thought would happen so quickly. And yet, they're doing that. They're redesigning the way they run their companies. And so we have to redesign the way we're running our lives and running our companies from, you know, simple things like 
wait, why am I sticking to that old schedule? Like I found myself frustrated because I'm still thinking like my most productive hours are going to be in the morning and um, my most productive time like for my clients. And I wasn't actually stopping and taking a minute to look at what's really happening in my life. Actually, I would be best to let my mornings be slow and hang out with my my six-year-old, you know, hang out and just be mom in the morning and and let some things off of my, you know, to-do list and then wait till my husband gets home in the late afternoon to shift into my work space and my work energy and then stay up later and do creative work at night rather than doing it early in the morning. You know, and so just it took me a little bit to realize that my schedule that I was holding on to was the school schedule. It was the kids being at school, you know, from eight to three. And I'm like, oh, they're not at school. And what does that mean for my business? When do I want to actually see my clients? When do I want to do creative work? And so I had to just start rethinking that. Yes. And and I think that's the question. It's like we have to look at what needs to be redesigned, right? What in your life is not working? What in your life is stressful, exhausting, constricting, heavy? Those are great areas to start to look at that probably need a redesign, right? And so we can look at all those areas and be like, yeah, it just feels heavy, right? Because back to that body compass of really looking at our life and saying, yeah, what what is not working right now? And I totally get what you're saying too, Laura. Like the, the way we are still trying to function in the old and function the way we used to. And it is not the reality. Like it is not where we're at anymore. And we've been looking at this, you know, in school as well, because we're we've decided to homeschool our daughter this year. I swore I would never be a homeschool parent. So this is like a whole new reality. And so when we first started looking at curriculum and what we're going to do, you know, we started to think like a school, right? Like a traditional school. We're like, okay, I've got to have math and science and blah, blah. And then I started to think, I pulled my husband aside a few days ago and I was like, you know what? What would we have her learn if there were no limitations? We would teach her about consciousness. We would teach her about spirituality. We would teach her about how to be more emotional and how to, you know, handle that, how to be more aware of what she's feeling, right? How to know her body compass. Like there's all these things we would teach her that are not in a normal curriculum that we never even thought of before. And we're like, oh yeah, we literally could make it totally aligned with our values. And this is what I feel like we don't think enough about is, you know, all these areas that we need to redesign. How do we make it more aligned with our values? How do we make it work for us? And not the us that we think we should be, but the us that we actually are. Yes. Good distinction there. And that takes some reflection and permission to let go of the old identities. And if there was ever a time in which our old identities will not serve us, it's right now. Like this is the time to just let them go and embrace what is emerging. And for many people, like the more intuitive spiritual people that have been talking about something's coming, they've been feeling this for some time, like something's coming, something's shifting, our consciousness, our collective consciousness There's more and more things that are not connected, but yet connected that it can't be just an accident, right? Something is kind of pushing this consciousness forward. And so now as it arrives, it's time to really let it flow and let ourselves reflect and, and reimagine. And, and it, you know, and it's really interesting. I've just now 
kind of had some of the old consciousness catch up with me to where I have words for it. I think I've talked with you about this. I don't know if I've shared on the podcast, but speaking of design, you know, I've always had this passion for designing interior spaces for feelings of calm and feelings of safety and actually designing for belonging and connection. And so I experimented a lot with that in our co-working space. I was able to design two different spaces, one that you and I started together. We co-designed, which was a lot of fun. And then I went into an 8,000 square feet space that was a blank slate and I did it all. And my husband was like my you know, head of the construction on it. And I picked out everything, the paint and the flooring. And and what was really interesting is that I didn't have the consciousness at that time to, to label exactly how I was designing or to actually use, um, you know, design principles or even psychology to actually say, this is what I'm creating. But what started happened this year as everything is becoming highlighted, as our nervous system dysregulation is peaking, as our collective grief and trauma. And I've been sitting in this reflection and I'm having light bulbs around, oh, I, for the past 12 years, I was already designing for this time. I was actually feeling into a future where we would need this even more. I knew that we needed it but I didn't know why it was mine to do. And now I realize that I was using trauma-informed care, the way that I created space for my clients. I was integrating that into physical interior design, low sensory, right? All the things like access to nature, space to move, space to connect, you know, certain colors to create a sense of calm, a sense of safety, a sense of, you know, being our nervous system, not being overstimulated. And so that's an example of where I've actually had that consciousness, but it was not necessarily clear to me until now. And now I can actually redesign my business with that language, with that centering, with that focus in a much more profound way than I could a decade ago. I love that. I love that. And 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 I think that really lends itself to something that's really important around this conversation, which is we're not just redesigning for fun. I mean, you can. Fun, it's great. And we're not just redesigning because we have to. We're looking at how to redesign to who we are, right? And and I think it's really interesting because I am a proponent of us designing to our strengths, not growing our weaknesses, not learning to compensate for our weaknesses, not, you know, bringing our weaknesses up, but just aligning to our strengths. Forget about your weaknesses. They're not necessary. You don't need them. Somebody else will do that for you. Somebody else That's will help right. you with that. That's right. But women are constantly taught that we need to, to become better, right? We need to be more. And therefore, <sighs> So we look true. at all of our weaknesses and we try to make them better, make them strengths. And this is why we're so exhausted. And this is why we redesign things that are not good for us. Like we act, just look at your strengths. You already have them. You were born with them. They're your innate strengths. You don't have to develop them. You don't have to make them better. You don't have to excel in them. They are already your genius. Just align your whole life with those. That's the, the greatest like advice I can give you today is just Look at who you were when you were born, those innate strengths you had coming out of the womb, because we do, they, they develop as the kids, you know, and just align everything in your life to that and you will do amazing. <laughs> oh, 
That is gold right there. That is so good with the part where you speak to that tendency for women to spend all this time and energy bettering ourselves. That really resonated with me because the amount of energy that I have put into trying to be all the things to, to try to, okay, wait, I need to be better at that part. So let me just put all this time and energy into figuring that out. Like, I don't like numbers, but oh, let me become a QuickBooks pro, you know, <laughs> instead of just hiring someone like <laughs> just all the different things that, because it is, it's that female, like what we've been conditioned is just, but I should learn it. I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. And it's such a misdirection of the energy that we really need to be directing at what we're innately here to do. That's where the results are going to be, the power, the the impact. it's, It's so good. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. And when we do that, we're able to join forces with the people who have their strengths. And then we're able to like share everything, right? So, you know, this is something I've really been taking to heart because I've done a bunch of like mining for what are my true strengths. I even took a strengths test and, you know, like what is it that are my top five strengths? What are my top 10 strengths? And it's so interesting because, you know, it just, when you, when you do that level of self-awareness, you wake up to the fact of like, oh, it all makes so much sense. Like (laughs) I am not an executor. Like execution, I have like zero in my execution area. Like I don't have any strengths in execution. I have made myself learn to execute, right? But it's not a natural strength. So I can do it, but I will exhaust myself. I lose sight of my wisdom. I step out of my genius completely. If I execute, if I'm focused on executing, I lose all my gifts and it takes me days and days to get back into them so like that's what happens when we can of course like strengthen ourselves better ourselves gain new skills that's fine but when we start to really do the things that aren't our strengths and genius it's a cost it's a huge cost in energy and time in that inability like we become okay at something but we don't become amazing at something and that's what we really have to consider when we're designing is are we designing to our innate and natural strengths are we still in that mindset where we've got to be better we should make it like this and hope that we can build that strength at the same time yes yes it speaks to that um we made that point on a show uh previously about the big leap you know gay hendrick's discussion and zone of excellence and zone of genius and the zone of excellence is that better. Like I could just, I can do better. I can do better. And you get rewarded and you get stroked for being like the better, you know, look at, look how excellent you are. And so there's that, we just get caught up in that, but we can go into our zone of genius when we just align with what is innately ours to do. And I'll admit like all of this stuff that I was doing for the past 12 years, I was like, who's going to actually need this? Like, is this going to be, is our world going to need it? People going to pay for it? There's moments that I was a little lost and I just don't know why this is so passionate (laughs) to me. I don't know why I'm doing this. I just am. And the universe kept lining things up for me. And now I'm looking at a world that needs exactly what I just spent 12 years honing my skills around. And now it all makes sense. And I would have just, if I would have, you know, just tapped into that thinking mind and to that executive functioning, and I would have probably 
abandoned it a while ago. I would have been like, this doesn't really make sense. Let me try something else. But instead, I was like, nope, this is where I have desire. This is where I have passion. And now I'm able to take those skills and apply them. Keep rethinking, reimagining, because they're not done yet. The world is in this, this change. But it feels really good to remember that emerging innate gifts, you know, things that are, they don't seem relevant. You're thinking, gosh, I'm really good at this, but who need, you know, does the world need more of that? Well, if it's yours and you came into this world doing it well and having that be a part of your gifts, then yes, it's here for a reason. You're here for a reason. So I love thinking about how that is something that you just have to trust, you know, that is so powerful. Yeah. And, and it is trusting because we can't always see the definitions around it but it's trusting that we can follow our energy we can follow what we what's easy for us what's innately good for us and and you know in business because this is something I've been doing as well you can really look uh, oftentimes at your systems right look at the part of your business that feels easy to you right it's just effortless and look at the part of your business that feels clunky it feels challenging. It feels, you feel a lot of resistance around it. You never get it done on time, right? You can look at all these things. Like that can inform you. I mean, I recently was looking at some of my systems because I stopped a lot of my content during the George Floyd and everything, the Black Lives Matter. And I decided I would just stop all content for a while in all my social media venues and, you know, just really support Black voices, amplify Black voices. Well, then I had to restart. And I realized it was so complicated to restart my content, to restart my social media. And I hated it and I resisted. And it's a thing I would never want to do every single week. And But my podcast is super easy, right? Like I have a system. It like totally works for me. It's 100% aligned to my strengths. And every week I get it out. It's zero effort. It's zero problem. And so that really allowed me to reflect why is one part of my business, the system of my podcast, so easy? And why is this other part so complicated? And it really allowed me to recognize some real good insights about myself, where I'm still not playing to my strengths in these other areas, where I'm still trying to do what other people tell me to do, what the world says I should do, what, you know, what my previous social media manager told me to do. Like, I'm still in these kind of, you know, this thinking of like what someone else told me. Instead of fully aligning every aspect of my business and designing it to serve me, to to serve the world in my full capacity. And that is a huge shift, I can tell you from experience. And so we can do this in every area of our life. And it's really you sitting there and making some time to look at what's not working right now, what old paradigm's not working, what old system is not working, what old schedule is not working, and how can I redesign it all to better serve me? Yeah, yes. And that like question, you know, why? Why am I still doing it this way? Just just really starting with curiosity And because I also keep finding myself in situations where I'm just, you know, still doing it that way, because that was just how I've always done it, you know, and just not really reflecting long enough to figure out, okay, this isn't really 
this isn't really fitting the situation. Just stuck in that pattern in habits. And we are, as humans, we're very habitual. And so there's so much that you're doing right now. You're going through your day. You're even like you, you're approaching your child's education a certain way. You're approaching your work a certain way. You're approaching your relationships, your house, like everything. You've been conditioned to approach it in this way. But you've got to stop a minute and say, well, if all of those conditions were off the table, if I'm designing for myself, for the needs of my desires, for the needs of my family, what does this look like? And most likely we are in a place where you can do it in a way that you wouldn't have been able to do it before because those structures were so rigid and they were so in place that it was doubly hard. But right now, as everything starts to you know, shift and change and crumble down. It's making people feel anxious because there's that, oh no, the structure is changing. But the gift in that is that it isn't there to hold you in this rigid place anymore. And if you allow yourself to flow, you get to find some of your own paths. Yes. And it's empowering. Like I know it can be scary where we're at right now, but it is empowering. It is the opportunity for true freedom, right? Designing our lives the way we want, the way that's aligned with our values, the, that is for who we are. That is freedom. I mean, the whole core of what I feel like I'm here to do in the world or what I feel like my business is about, like the whole core of it is really helping people wake up and be aware that they are perfect as they are, that they are amazing as they are, and they can design their whole life to be aligned with their strengths, their gifts, their wisdom, their genius. But we've been told by the patriarchal systems, by the racist, white, sexist, patriarchal systems, if we do not fit into their norm, we're not good enough. If we do not fit in like the, really the 2%, I mean, it's, you know, it's probably that small, the 2% of the white, male, you know, wealthy, uh, heterosexual, you know, if you don't fit into that total system, then you are not good enough. Then you, the world is not, you know, aligned to who you are. You have to align yourself to the 2%. And that's BS. And I feel like this is what we have to wake up. And when we're empowered to recognize we can design the world in our image, we can design the world to honor everything that we value and to be who we are and to just be ourselves and our full potential, that will shift the entire world. That will change everything. And that is the moment we're at right now is that we can become empowered. We can empower ourselves and others to live a life that's their full potential, not aligned with the 2%. Mm, absolutely. I love it. I'm so grateful to have an opportunity to, to just dive a little bit deeper into what this looks like. And I hope all the listeners are feeling that inspiration, you know, just start with something, start, it, it could be with your business or it could start with your room. Like what's the room that you're in? Is it designed the way that you want it to be? Is your yeah. schedule designed? Just pick something to start with and let that be your playground. And with curiosity, imagine, you know, what could this feel like, be like, look like that would really meet me where I am. 
I love that. And I think that's the perfect exercise to end on. And I would highly recommend. And like Laura said, just start somewhere. It's it's amazing. So this was a super inspiring and fun conversation. So thank you all for joining us. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.